welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group Podcast. I'm Chris, and my hope is with this podcast is to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with the issue of neuropathy. Welcome to the podcast. I hope everyone's feeling great today. But before we get started with questions and answers and the review, let's get the formalities out of the way. Here's the disclaimers. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have any medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, there we go. Got that out of the way. So today I want to talk about some of the questions and answers that have been posted in different areas on the Facebook pages some other neuropathy uh, groups that I belong to. Um, But also I'm going to be reviewing, I'm going to start a product so I can review it next week, and that's going to be hemp oil that I got on Amazon. But I'll get into that here in a minute. Let's start with some questions that I saw on the Facebook pages like I just told you a minute ago. One of the questions was, what do you take on a daily basis for constipation? Now, I know this is a big problem with us, you know, with all the medications that we take, especially if we take opiates, that's going to be a big issue, which is an issue that I definitely have. So my doctor um, prescribed to me, well, now I just buy it over the counter, stool softener. Um, This is the DocuSet sodium. I actually take two different kinds. I take the capsule and I also take the uh, pill form also which seems to work great for me uh, using both of them, even though they're both really the same product. But again, you want to make sure that you ask your doctor to give you ideas of what you should be using. All right, let's go on to the next question. I started taking Lyrica last night around 8 o'clock. I am still so messed up this morning. I'm not going to be able to drive my daughter to school. Is this normal? I'm tired and just feel super doped up and dizzy. Let me tell you, I take Lyrica, and it does make me very drowsy and groggy all day long. This is just a characteristic of this medication. But let me uh, go to WebMD here and give you what it actually says on their website. This is the website that I usually go to. If I want to know about anything, the drugs might have side effects, precautions, and interactions. But what it says here for Lyrica is this medication is used to treat pain caused by nerve damage due to diabetes, shingles, or spinal cord injury. When you want to use the uh, Lyrica, you know, you want to look at the precautions and the side effects especially. So the side effects itself say may cause drowsiness, dizziness, dry mouth, constipation, 
difficulty concentrating or weight gain may happen. So again, the one thing I have to make sure that I emphasize here, make sure you talk to your doctor about the situations and the things that are happening to you so that way you can adjust your medication if that's the best road to go down. Let's move on to the next question. Does anyone get cramps in their ankles at night or their legs? Definitely I do. For some time I was going on for about, I would say almost a year, wondering how come my legs were hurting so bad at night. It felt like somebody had a rolling pin and was just going up and down, up and down. I couldn't get any sleep at all. So the only way that I could get some sleep was to soak in a hot, hot bath. And that kind of loosened up my legs and I was able to go to bed. But, you know, finally I, I diagnosed myself because I saw a brochure inside a uh, doctor's office about restless leg syndrome. So when I told my doctor, immediately he gave me the medication Requip, which does work. Um, I'm not going to lie, there are still some times that my legs do hurt at night but not as often as what they used to. So I do get a lot of sleep now. So I'm, I'm real happy I got that medication. There's another medication out there too right now. I can't remember the name, but if um, you talk to your doctor, ask him about this and let him know what's wrong with your uh, legs and your ankles and he can hopefully fix that for you. All right, let's move on. Just wondering if the pain has increased during weather. I was doing okay until a bad weather front moved in and both my feet were in extreme pain. Oh boy, this is a big one for me. I constantly have to adjust the temperature in my house. I have a heater running and I have a fan running. And when it gets to the summer, I have the air conditioning going, of course. But I have to adjust it just right in order to sleep in order to be comfortable because the cold air just kills me. I hate it. But uh, what I have found is that I have to have the temperature around 70 to 75 degrees. And that's about the comfortable living that I can have. And it definitely can be exasperating because, you know, it's so frustrating to have to worry about adjusting your temperature because it may be too cold or too hot. And, you know, I live here in California, so, you know, you're constantly going up and down, up and down, up and down, and it can get pretty rough. All right, let's move on to the next question. So the next question is, people on mar medical marijuana, what state are you in? Do you need a Pacific diagnosis to qualify? But since the state that I live in doesn't qualify a person or doesn't have any laws that consider us with pain, I don't qualify. So it says here that they're seriously considering moving back to New England to have access to the medical marijuana. Well, here in California, there is a doctor that I go to that does give you a medical marijuana card that gives you access to go ahead and buy, you know, the products that you need. Um, in fact, one of the products I'm going to be getting from them is cannabis oil. And that's what I'm going to compare to the hemp oil for you guys. But yeah, 
So my doctor, pain doctor doesn't, of course, my pain doctor doesn't approve of it, but since he won't go up any higher on my medication, which is a good thing because, you know, when you take opiates, you can really get hooked on them. And like myself, eventually your body cannot um, handle the pain anymore because the medication is so used to being in your body that it just won't work anymore. But I told him, look, you know, if you're not going to prescribe anything higher than what I'm already taking, then what I'm going to do is I have to go and find other means. And if that means medical marijuana or oils or edibles, then I'm going to have to do it. And finally, he did agree with me. Um, so, you know, now I don't have to worry about him testing me every time I go in there and, and getting a, a bad result. So, but that's about it. I mean, you know, I know it's harder in some states than it is here in California, but hopefully you find your outlet that you're looking for. All right, let's move on here. So here's one that I see a lot being um, put on pages in Facebook, but it's about gabapentin. It says right here, the past few days, I've been in hell. I've been taking 600 milligrams gabapentin daily, and my feet feel like they're burning nonstop over the last few days. So let me tell you flat out, I took gabapentin before, and I think this is at the very beginning when my neuropathy, um, you know, showed up and they knew what it was. But the gabapentin, for some reason, would uh, conflict with my diabetes. My numbers would go up and I just wasn't feeling good. So, you know, at that time I was taken off. So, you know, I, it's really hard for me to talk about how it affected me because that was the only way that I remember. But, um, you know, on WebMD, gabapentin is used with other medications to prevent and control seizures. It is also used to relieve nerve pain in adults. So, you know, certain medications work both ways, can work for, you know, like this one does for seizures, but also they found that it works for nerve pain also. So again, here's one of those um, medications that causes drowsiness, dizziness, loss of coordination, tiredness, blurred, double vision, unusual eye movements, and shaking. So, you know, again, if these things affect you and get worse, and make sure you let your doctor know so he can make changes to the uh, possible milligrams. All right. Sorry, I couldn't give you any more information, but let's move on to the next question. Here's a good one, and I'm not sure if uh, any of you have have experienced this, but someone asked, can anyone tell me about their experience of sedation for an MRI? Yes, I can. I've had two MRIs, and of course, I cannot handle going into closed spaces, so I asked them for sedation. It's a liquid that they have you drink with some soda because it's it doesn't taste very good. But um, the first time, you know, they gave me the medication once, and I was fine. It worked out great. I covered up my eyes with the towel and didn't have any issues. But the second time, because I already knew where I was going to be going and what the tunnel looked like, so I had to use uh, two doses this time because it just wasn't working. I wasn't feeling relaxed. But, you know, like I said, after I got those two um, doses, then I was fine. Again, I covered my, covered my eyes. It's just... You know, seeing that you're going into a confined area is what really 
shook me up because I'm claustrophobic and I can't handle it. I don't know about you guys, but it's, yeah, <laughs> it was bad. All right, so let's move on here to the next question. I hope that helped you out. So another uh, question here is about a, um, is there any pain when you take an EMG or nerve conduction test? I've had three of them. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be straightforward. Yes, it does hurt for a second. Um, you know, because they got to get, it, it's turned up high. It starts low and then and then the shock is higher. And it does hurt. Um, but it's a good test for them to make sure that there isn't any other underlying conditions, you know, with your nerve damage. In fact, this last time, last year, I went in for another one. And then that's when they diagnosed me with carpal tunnel, which I was having issues with my hands, and but I didn't know what was going on. So that was a good time for that test to happen. So now I wear, um, you know, the splints that you put on your hands, but man, it works so much better now and I have less pain to deal with. So, you know, that might be something you want to talk to your doctor about or, you know, have them check for that next time you do an EEG. But like I said, it, you know, it does hurt. I'm sorry to say that, but I just want to be truthful uh, for you out there. All right, let me get another one here. Another thing that um, I've noticed in a lot of postings is how this um, debilitating issue of neuropathy and other nerve issues that um, those that have out there can uh, probably relate to this, but um, like I said, the question, you know, it falls under the parameters of depression. Um, I deal with depression. I'm not going to get too much into this area. This is something that you need to talk to your doctor about, definitely. But I have um, times had a lot of depression dealing with this. How am I going to get through the day? How am I going to get through my life, the rest of my life? And, you know, it's hard. Um I do write things down in a journal. I try to go back and read it each time to see how I was last week in comparison to this week. I try to keep myself positive as much as possible. I like this one positive thinking that um, that I um, usually have on my computer. But it says, even if you stumble, you're still moving forward. Isn't that, isn't that the right right thing to say? I meant, you know, I fall down quite a bit. Um, and I can barely make it to the mailbox now to get the mail. So, you know, that's how bad it's gotten for me. But um, I try to stay as positive as I can. And that's about all I can do. Um, you know, some days are better than others. But I try to make through it. All right, let's get one more question in here. All right, so one question was, is there any new work going on? in the research of neuropathy. I couldn't find anything in regards to that, but I did go to the uh, Foundation for uh, Peripheral Neuropathy on their website. It does say that uh, Congress is going to pass a bill that's gonna allow the FPN, which is this website, um, to go ahead and start to increase research for uh, neuropathy. So. You know, that's about all I found in regards to anything happening new. 
If anybody knows anything, could you please post uh, your questions on the website, on Facebook? That'd be very helpful. And if there's anything else you want to know about, um, and I'll do the research on it for you, so you can go ahead and talk to your doctor, but just, uh, like I said, put it on my Facebook page, and I'll get it on air here for you on the podcast. All right, so we're going to end this session here, and we are going to go straight to the product that I'm going to start taking this week to uh, see how well it works, and I'm going to give you the review update next week, but there is one thing that I do want to talk about. I bought these shoes a couple weeks ago from OrthoFeed. I bought them on Amazon, and they've given me some time to wear them. And I'm not going to give a review for another uh, probably two, three more weeks. But it's supposed to be comfortable shoes, you know, for people like us that have, you know, the foot pain. So I'm going to give them a try, see how they're going to work out for me. And um, we'll go from there, and I'll let you know in a couple weeks. So what I'm going to start this week, today, is I'm going to start taking some hemp oil. A lot of people have asked about hemp oil and how well it works. Well, the brand that I got here is Kenolane, C-A-N-O-L-A-N-E. Um, it's hemp oil. It's the ultra premium. It says 250, I don't know if that's 250,000 milligrams of hemp extract, but it does have 250000MG. So what I wanted to do first was kind of give you a background of what hemp oil is, and then I'll go from there. So the first thing you want to know, because a lot of people have this, um, they think that CBD oil is the same. Well, hemp oil is not the same as CBD oil. The production of CBD oil uses stalks, leaves, and flowers of the hemp plant, which contain a higher concentration of the CBD, another beneficial compound, of course, to help us with the pain. But hemp oil comes from a small seed of the cannabis uh, plant. The seeds do not contain the same levels of compounds as the plant does, but they do have a rich profile of nutrients, fatty acids, and useful bio bioactive compounds. So uh, one other thing that I uh, read about this hemp oil is there can be still a small amount of THC getting into your system, even from hemp seeds, which normally contain no THC. The THC so again, you want to be careful. So finally, I do want to suggested use. What you want to do is shake the bottle, of course, but you want to take 30 drops, which is the same as one full dropper. Hold the um, liquid under your tongue for about 90 seconds and then swallow. Now, I've also heard that you can uh, just drink it plain. You know, you don't have to wait the 90 seconds or you can drink it with some uh, soda or something like that just because of the taste itself but um what you want to do is make sure again that you might want to start off with half half of the um dropper itself before you go ahead and try the full dropper that way you can you know kind of judge of what it actually does to your to your body all right well it looks like our time has come to a close for this episode but you can find the episodes on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. It's my hope these podcasts and other sources 
such as product reviews that we discussed today, can help better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. Be strong, be safe, and don't give up. And also remember, it does not matter how slowly you go, as long as you don't stop. Talk to you next Monday.